baby, I like your style. Grips on your waist, front way, back way. You know that I don't play. Streets not safe, but I never run away. Even when I'm away, OT, OT. It's never much love when we go OT. I pray I make it back in one piece. I pray, I pray. And that's why I ain't need one dance. Got an energy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher power taking a hold on me. I ain't need one dance. Got an energy in my hand. One more time before I go. Higher power taking a hold of me. Baby, I like your style. Strength and guidance. All that I'm wishing for my friends. Nobody makes it from my ends. I had to bust up the silence. You know you gotta stick by me. Soon as you see the text, reply me. I don't wanna spend time fighting. Como tu te amas, yo no sé. De donde llegaste ni pregunté. Lo único que sé es que quiero con usted. Quedarme contigo hasta el amanecer. Como tú te Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Totally Unbiased Sports with Josh and Kellen. You know, you know, Josh. Most most people stop the intro song after the first verse. You know what, I'm just, Kellen? I'm just letting most- you know. Most people don't forget how long it takes to get to the part of the song they wanted to listen to, and the <laughs> Penguins were kind of in the middle of a little bit of something that I was watching a little bit more carefully gotcha. than this. So we can just cut that. That's crazy how the editing works. That you. My can apologies. Actually, My apologies. You can actually trim the song down. Okay, don't <laughs> act like I know what I'm doing when it comes to the editing. I could like cut stuff, but it's not going to sound good when I cut it could you could listen listen to it but i mean anyway we have episode 73 and it's kind of fitting that we get to 73 because it's the jack johnson episode and for those of you who aren't penguins fans and don't remember him he's the guy that just sucks at hockey that haunts everyone and was a huge cap hit so that's jack johnson and guess what it's kind of fitting that as soon as i start episode 73 recording guess what the penguins have one of the stupidest defensive errors i've seen all year and a jack johnson play so jack johnson congratulations this is the only award you're ever going to win because you suck at everything you do but he was Sidney crosby's teammate at chaddock st mary's so that was cool kellen you what are your 73 so my 73 is um it's coach k uh because this is the coach k episode he's not actually 73 years old he's 75 but as you know uh, he's the most important person on the planet right now him and a certain number 12 are the two most important people on the planet but right now, according he, not, to themselves. And okay, uh, yeah, but it's the he, Coach K episode, Josh. You got to okay? give it to Coach. Okay, Coach K would never do something for like he wouldn't make it about himself, though. No. So is it fitting? Is it really fitting that we do this? Because, I mean, Coach K would hate this, that it's about himself. Yeah. He would yeah, never. You're, you're right about that. He, he would hate this. Everything being about him. He wants it to be about the kids and something that. I found very admirable, uh, let's just get right into it, uh, about what Coach K was saying about this whole season is he doesn't want it to be about him. He wants it to be about the players, which is great. You respect a man like that. Yeah, and I think a great way to make it about 
the players is not having a victory tour. Maybe that that could help. Like not announcing your retirement before the season. Like uh, before the season, you're gonna actually coach. That that could okay, that could go a long I'm, way in making it about the players. Maybe like when you play against your biggest rival of all time in North Carolina, like not expecting to them to like commemorate you is uh, making it more about the players. But you know, Coach K doesn't necessarily always do that stuff. No, I mean. What a run. Did you? Okay. I got to ask. I, the last text I got from Kellen ghosted me this weekend. And I was wondering. Busy weekend. Um, yeah. Well, that's sick. I made time for you and I had a busy weekend too, but whatever. I get a text on Saturday because low key kind of forgot that it was the coach K game because he hasn't, you know, ESPN definitely has not been putting anything out about this coach K himself. Again, doesn't want it to be about him. So I actually almost missed the fact that coach K game, the coach K game was happening on Saturday. I completely missed it because it was nowhere. Nothing was devoted to this at all. Unless Kellen texted me and he said, I might have to miss the Coach K game because I'm working. Did you miss any of the Coach K game? Because you did not respond to my follow-up text that I sent Sunday afternoon about the Coach K game that I typed out on Saturday and forgot to hit send on. So, Yes, I I missed a lot of the game. Um, Believe (sighs) me, I still saw... The highlights, the, the showmanship, the fact that the, cer- the, the, pre- the pregame ceremony had to get pushed because Kansas fighting for a Big 12 title best. against Texas went into overtime. And instead of, you know, just not having a pregame ceremony for, you know, a coach who's about to retire, which who which coach does this? Which name another coach that will take a victory tour because there's none there. Like, no, no matter how egotistical you are. There is not one other coach that will take a victory tour like Coach K. No, it won't. Be. It will be. What will be is it'll be a normal quote victory tour. One similar, like I'm sure we'll see a coach do something similar to kind of like the Ben Roethlisberger, where like everyone kind of knows the writings on the wall, like this is it, and then you still get to commemorate him. But you know, whatever. Like I think that's gonna happen. I don't think we're ever gonna get a release or. A release in what was it July that he's going to retire next year and then make everyone do nice things for him. But like what what blows my mind is that this is I mean, this is Carolina Duke. This is the biggest rivalry in college basketball. I don't know if you know this, but North Carolina did actually play in that game and they did actually win that game because they made not one mention of it in the broadcast. It was no, insane. And, it was and at one point, at, at one point, Jay Billis has the audacity of saying, you know what? Maybe this is just too much for the players. And that's why they lost. Yeah, of course it is. It was not necessary to go through oh. all this. <laughs> what, what are we doing? This is this is a coach. No, this is, it is. Don't get me wrong. One of the, I mean, the, the face of college basketball, college basketball is about the coaches. The NBA is about the players. But. Yeah, he's a coach at the end of the day. You shouldn't be taking the spotlight from the players. This should have been senior night. This, yeah, there were there were four seniors on the team who didn't get a senior night because Coach K is retiring. What? Like I and I don't know what coach like. Just what coach allows that to happen though? I've never had a good coach that's like 
no, we'll do this about him. But guess what? He got a bench named after him outside of a building. That's pretty sick. The Coach K bench. Yeah. What? But, cool. Like, I don't know what was. Did you watch the whole postgame ceremony? No. <laughs> God, no. I mean, they, they I put it on ESPN like it was a movie because they, they, were, they took the bottom line off. They they took yes. like all low. It was just it was Coach K. It was him. To, I did, and it was absolutely amazing. Like he every the student section to quiet down. Every second of it. Yeah, he yeah. yells at the, he comes out and starts it by yelling at the student section. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And then he's like, it was not acceptable tonight. He drags all of his players. He he chews all of his players out in the locker room, then drags them back out onto the court, and then tells them how terrible they were in front of all of the students. It was absolutely unbelievable, but it was so great. It was such a great way for Coach K to go out because he's such a rat. It was the biggest rat fest ever. Well, I like what you said there in that, like, to go, like, a great way for him to go out. He's not even going out. He has two games minimum left in his career, okay? He still has more games to coach. So, if anything, this game should have been – you know, a farewell to the Cameron crazies. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's coached there forever. And, yes. But the thing is, the Cameron crazies can't even afford to get into this game because the ticket prices are a million dollars. They are. It's unbelievable. Dude, imagine, imagine spending 10 grand as a Duke fan to go to that game and you lose. You literally lose. I mean, you know what they say? You throw the rivalries out in, or you throw the records out in rivalry games. You yeah. just do. It, it just – I knew it from the beginning. I was like, there's no way North Carolina is losing this game. Like, there's yeah. just not a chance. Duke is going to blow this. And Coach K's having an aneurysm before the first media timeout about God knows what. And it was just – it was perfect. And one of the best reasons, like, what made – oh, my – the Penguins are so bad. What made the uh, – <laughs> what made it all worth it and watching that – whatever happened after the game, this post game thing was all of the Duke fans, all the Cameron crazies, just none of them are dressed normally. They are all bawling. It looks like it literally, if you just showed me that scene of just people bawling, I would have thought that you lined up every student's dog and shot them in front of them. (laughs) Like (laughs) that's what it looked like. I don't understand. How you can be 18, you're a freshman at Duke, and you're crying over Coach K. It was like they all found out Santa wasn't real at the same like, time. There's there's not a chance all of these people, every student that was crying grew up a Duke fan, correct? Like, there's not no, a cor- chance. Correct, correct, 100%. I barely yeah. cried when my actual hero walked off the field in front of me. Like, but you you had to shed tears. I that, teared right? up a little. Yeah. That's 18 years of my life. Yeah, no, I'm saying th- this, that's perfectly know, okay. This yeah. freshman, this freshman is bawling her eyes out on TV on national television because of a rat. <laughs> because of a rat, <laughs> a literal rat. I mean, he looks like so a rat. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's cra- it, it's crazy the way some people reacted. I mean, you would have thought it was the Pope or even Jesus. I, I it, it was it was oh, quite oh, unbelievable. He, well, they tried to make it, the the whole montage. He narrates his own video. Unbelievable. He's narrating oh his God. own like that montage video. That's who you want and, narrating a montage is Coach K and like. And you know I what it reminds it's me been, of? It's so, been 40 years at Duke <laughs> University. Oh my gosh, what a ride! That's him. 
you, you, did you see like the video where he's like overlooking? It has him out there overlooking like them all camp the Cameron Crazies camped out, right from his office yeah. or whatever. It reminds me of the scene in the Pink Panther, two, where he just keeps going out and he's like, "I'm looking at the moon. I'm looking at the moon." It was just it, the whole thing was just Coach K walking in and then walking out and walking in. You and pulling walking. a Pink Panther two <laughs> reference is just. Unbelievable right now. <laughs> what is that? I, it was it was a wild ride we went on on Saturday. And yeah. I I mean, I'm not like the biggest college basketball fan. I don't like Duke and I don't like Coach K. And I thoroughly enjoyed this entire game. I also had a fat ribeye and a great beer there while watching it. So hey, that really added you to put yourself in, in the right mood. And like 60 for, for my. Oh, 60 degrees outside on Saturday, you know, and I grilled for the first perfect. time. Mm. Perfect. I mean, for, so from my perspective, uh, I should like I should be somewhat in support of Coach K because I hate North Carolina because uh, Illinois 2005, you know, enough said right there. So I'm not a North Carolina fan, which means I should, you know, be somewhat pro Duke. But that's how crazy Coach K has become, especially the last couple of years. It seems like he, he's. I, I compare a lot of people being the LeBron of something. He's the LeBron of college basketball for sure, and it's not even close. But I like from North Carolina's perspective, like just look at Roy Williams, who went out a year ago, and he announced yeah. his retirement in the off season. But he said he was hey retiring and not coaching another season. Yeah. So hey guys, I'm retiring. I, I I can't stand Roy Williams. He did he did it the right way. He did it like a normal freaking coach. Yes. And, for I, I just I have a, I have a question for you, and I'm only kind of joking when I ask this. North Carolina, one of they're a blue blood school. They're one of the most successful college basketball programs of all time, and they 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 have continued success from like it's not just like UCLA where it's like oh we were successful yeah. in seven they they have continued yeah, success they're, they're, year in and yeah. year out, which is great. Should North Carolina hang a banner for this? Like they ruined Coach K's retirement. I almost think that's banner worthy. I feel like yes, it is, but I also feel like North Carolina is above that. No, but that's the thing is like you don't have to be above that when you've been that successful because it's like that is true. Like you know the Predators, they hang their regular season like like President's Trophy banner. Yeah, like that's pathetic because they don't have anything else in the rafters to hang, and that's the only thing they can do. North Carolina has banners hung already, and I feel like, why not? This this was fun. This was probably a lot of North Carolina fans' favorite regular season game they've ever experienced. I've heard a lot of basketball. I've heard a lot of college basketball fans saying this was one of their favorite nights of college basketball. Yeah, like, ever. It's like evil died. Okay, it, what if that's what it feels like? What if maybe we don't raise North Carolina might not be raising the banner. What if they give coach K a gift finally? And it's just a big F you to him about like, Oh, we ruined your entire night. Some sort of gift. That's like, we ruined your whole night. Just, just, just a picture of the scoreboard on yeah. the final night. Yes. Just get, if they actually had the score because I don't, I no like I said, nobody paid any attention to the game that no. was doing the broadcast. No, I would love to have been on Duke's marketing squad or production squad during this game because, like, 
they had there has to be like I'm speaking from personal experience. There has got to be so much stuff that was left unused because Duke lost this game. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. For sure. I would love to just be like, how butthurt do you think they are? Because they've been working so hard to make this perfect send off for Coach K and then he can't even win the game. Like, that's embarrassing. Against, but, like, and it's not like this is a Carolina team that's, you know, they're th- not they have good. championship expectations. They're, they barely, they just got ranked this week and they've been struggling all season. And Duke smacked them earlier in the year, too. And just like this, uh, this should have been a game. I mean, of course, this is Coach K's last game. The script was written for itself. And you know, they're, they're going to get some favorable calls, too, because. It's all about the storyline. It's all about K. You can't spell Duke without K. And uh, really an unceremonious yeah. ending to Did you understand? I'm at Cameron. I was so confused by all of the, the like, 1K graphics. Like, it looked like he was coaching his thousandth game is all I'm saying. Yeah. I found out at the end that it was like there's only one Coach K. Oh, is why okay. they were doing this, but they had like a one into the K. It like reminded me of was it Duncan Keith that did that? He had the cool logo for his thousandth game, yeah. I think. Yeah, it was literally they ripped that off. So I don't know if the Blackhawks trademarked that, but they should definitely go at it. I was like, yeah, I was so confused as to what was going on because I was like, this is his last game, not like his thousandth game or something. Like what? None of their graphics made sense. I don't know how they got that passed. I love that they were all wearing that Brotherhood patch too. And I also love that he invited a bunch of his players back. And I don't know if you saw this. Like, two days before, Coach K tries to claim Michael Jordan. Did, did you see that? Did you I, see? I did not see that, no. So it surfaced that, I guess maybe not claim him, but apparently after MJ chose not to go to Duke and went to North Carolina, and that worked out, I think, decently for him. Coach K wrote him a letter, like, saying, you know, whatever, congratulations, I wish you the best and all that. And so they were, like, bringing that out as to, like, oh, yeah, Coach K was so great to Michael Jordan. Like, this was so nice of him. What a great stand-up person. I'm like, no, you don't get – you you couldn't recruit MJ. No, you don't, this, to, you don't have to get to release this letter about him. It, it's all a brand move. Like, the, the whole yeah. thing, everything that has happened really since I think they beat Wisconsin – in the championship yeah. in 2015, it's all been for the brand. That's that's really all it's been. Oh, it's I so mean, the the Duke like the Duke teams that you saw like Coach K, even like uh, just just 10 years ago, are so much different than the Duke teams that, that we're seeing now, where it's just all these one and done guys. And he's really he, like people don't like college basketball because of the one and done culture that that it's yeah created and i i don't have a problem with that i love college basketball either way but some people don't like that and i mean it calipari calipari he started it at kentucky but really coach k made it great and that's that's been his impact on college basketball the last seven years or so yeah i mean you got do got to give it like okay coach k i mean your methods are questionable but you did a decent job yeah Um, now i I'm sad that we will have to eventually retire the Coach K gif of him passing out, but for now okay, but we still have a couple. 
low-key live forever, though. Yeah, we we have at least, you know, fingers crossed Duke loses again this year. We have we get to use it at least one more time. And we also get we got a new like soundbite forever of him just <laughs> coming out yeah. and rebuking the entire stadium. Yeah, no, I love it. No, just be quiet. <laughs> he 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 he's the gift that keeps on giving. He just gave a gave us just, one last soundbite. I, I do appreciate that. Is he actually uh, like? Is he actually done though, or is he no, just gonna hang out? No, no, he, he's like there's he's, there's not a he's chance retired. he's not. He's retired, but he'll he'll coach like like an honorary game or something like that. Like John Shire will be out yeah. with like a John Shire will start doing the back surgery thing, and then Coach K will be the replacement for like a <laughs> game K, or something like Coach that. Coach K will be like, hey, I need it on one of these. <laughs> he's like, I want. <laughs> just let me let me run up the score a little bit more on uh, all these all time wins, real quick. No, they're the they're the number one seed by far, just blowing every team they play out. And Coach K is like, hey, I got to coach a game, and then he hey, he's my back's feeling game. better all of a sudden. <laughs> the misses, she's letting me coach again, so let's do it. <laughs> wins but, yeah. a national championship because he won one game in October. <laughs> oh, if if Duke's playing in a national championship under John Shire, Coach K will hire a hitman to kill him because he, <laughs> he he will definitely take the putback on that one and just take the national. Or they or or they'll like it. or they'll just add Coach K as an assistant. For yeah, the no, no, no. Game. Coach K is not that humble. He's not going to be an assistant. He's going to be the guy that did it, and he's going to be the guy that did it after John Shire tragically was murdered too. That's going to yeah. be. Quite, I mean, that, talk about legacy right there. That that's something else. So that is so funny. But also, it was hilarious that they spent the entire. I know you didn't watch the ceremony. They spent spent the entire. The what? They're at four, five national championships. Five, yeah. Yeah, they spent the entire time commemorating Coach K's five national championships, and the crowds just chanting like, "We want six. We want six. We want six. We want six. And then they just start talking about basically how, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, well, we'll change this number if we need to. Like, we'll change yeah. We'll gladly change that five to a six. And Duke's trying to claim a national championship right now. How far does Duke make it into the tournament before oh, the it, inevitable happens? So, you know, we get a round of 64 that is really what I need to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. That can happen. I was just going to say. They can they can be a first round exit. This could be Lehigh and Jabari Parker team all over again. I don't think it'll happen because this is Coach K's last this year, thing is and, co- and college basketball officiating is always questionable. Uh, yeah. So I don't, I don't think it'll happen, but we could definitely get you know a fifteen two upset, but from from Duke. Uh, that all that being said, you know if Scott Drew has an incredible legacy at Baylor, which he already does, uh, I will I will be all in on Baylor doing this for Scott Drew. But right. I, I think we've uh, exhausted the Coach K talk. Uh, you want to move on to a little bit of football? We, we've had a lot of news in football today. <sighs> yeah, so all hell broke loose in the NFL today. Yep, right um, around noon. Nothing had happened for literally like since the Super Bowl. Nothing's happened for a month. And then all of a sudden we get everything happening all in one day. And Kellen, why don't you give us an update on... The quarterbacking uh, situation for a couple places. So, I would like to take the moment to say, I am not going to kill myself, everyone. Don't worry. I want to. I want to. But I will not do it. The Aaron Rodgers is... 
is returning to the Packers, okay? Uh, that I, I don't know what the exact number is because, once again, he has to make it about himself. Once the number came out, 200, 200 no. million over four years, he said it was wrong. So he's got to make it about himself. So, uh, I'm staying with the Packers, but this number is not right. So I, I don't know what the deal is with that situation. Pat McAfee can I, lick my balls. I, team, I hate I hate. I heard Pat, team Pat friendly McAfee, deal. Okay? Why? Because you he can't sucks. hate Pat McAfee. I love Pat McAfee. He sucks, he sucks. and he sucks Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's why. You hate you hate, you hate Pittsburgh's greatest punter? Absolutely, I hate him. I hate him. He, he's he's a scumbag because he likes Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is an even bigger scumbag. Josh, okay, let me just tell you something. So, I hate Aaron Rodgers. You're. I I understand this. I hate Aaron Rodgers more, and be, uh, and I hate Pat McAfee by association with Aaron Rodgers. So the kettle calling the pot black over here. Let, let me just let me just tell you something. So Aaron Rodgers was drafted in 2005 by the Packers. Uh, he became the quarterback after what, like three years in like 2008 or something yes. like that. So I was 10 when he became the quarterback of the Packers, and I'll be almost 30. By the time he's not the pack, the Packers quarterback, that this, sucks, dude. That yeah, sucks so key, bad. This is Loki, kind of like the uh, anti Ben Roethlisberger. It's gonna be it's gonna be thirty four straight years of facing Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers for the Bears. This is hell. Like I I, I think if I died. Well, I would hope I don't go to hell, but I don't think it could get much worse from this. It's this sucks. I, I I don't know. I don't even know what to say anymore because I was trying to keep it quiet. I was trying not to say too much about Aaron Rodgers potentially leaving. I didn't want to get too happy, get too high. And thank God I didn't because this is an all time low. Oh, my gosh. I thought he was gone. And he just and, and the fact that it, like it's not even close to being over. Like, I got to watch the Bears lose to him eight more times. Okay, but you had to see this coming. And it, kind of, but there, there's like this, there's the optimist in me that's just like, you know what? Maybe this is it. Maybe I'll be not depressed for an entire fall. Slash you're winter. a Bears fan and you're going to tell me you have optimism. I, I'm not, I'm saying there's an optimistic side. I'm not saying I'm an optimist or anything, but. There's there's hope that it's not always going to be bad, and how foolish I was for thinking that. But Justin yeah. Fields is the greatest quarterback ever. Whatever, it's fine. I'll get over it. No, it doesn't sound like you're going to get over it. Cause that no, I'm not going to get over it because it's four years. Like, if they restructured things and then he had to stay one more year, I'd have been like, whatever, fine. I think I could do one more year, even though I thought last year was going to be the last year, and before that I thought it was going to be the last year. But now it's four years, dude. I'm just like th- I I don't I don't even know if I'm gonna be alive in four years. I would probably say yes, you would. I'll, be, I'll it'll be death by Aaron Rodgers if I'm not. That's for sure. I mean that's fine, but yeah, that sucks for you. I mean, he sucks, and I don't know like it's like I mean, and the thing is, you know. There's a war happening in Ukraine right now, Aaron Rodgers. You're really just going to sign a $200 million contract extension while while the while the world is like in distress? Like really? How selfish are you, dude? 
Like, gas prices are skyrocketing right now, Aaron Rodgers. Are you really just going to brag about all the money you have? That's sick, dude. Congrats. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, I want to contribute more to this. I mean, what else can we say? You covered, like, you just hammered that home. And he is the scum of the earth. He was apparently supposed to go to Pittsburgh at one point this weekend. And I, that would have been almost my worst nightmare. And it would have been your probably second worst nightmare. It would have been the end of the podcast, my friend. I, if he would have signed with Pittsburgh like today, you know, I would have made an Aaron Rodgers shirt to wear. Oh yeah, I know you. I mean, like you said, you're not buying the jersey. I think there's a point where you buy the jersey. I'm just saying, if if he if he went. Oh no, no 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 no. I would buy the jersey solely for the fact that it would really really piss you off. Yeah, it would. It would and really make me angry. I think I would buy it and return it because I couldn't actually own that. I don't want it, but I think I would need it for a little bit. Just so that you knew that I did have that, and I went there. Yeah, I would expect uh, nothing less from you. I, I'm thankfully he's. I well, no, I I'd rather him be in Pittsburgh than Green Bay, and it's well, just, yeah, you only have to see me every other year. Yeah, and, and just, it's, I, I like I, I'm at a loss for words because this is this was truly worst case scenario for me. I guess five yeah. years could have been worse, but really, I mean, I think he's just going to retire after the four years. So There is five years now for the rumors to start circulating again. It, it, this is tough, dude. It, it's just, it's a bad day. Uh, this is a bad day for goodness. Uh, I, You know what? I'll apologize to Pat McAfee. I don't hate him, but I am, I am yeah. disappointed in him. I, that was... That was uh that was unnecessary. He's a he's an okay yeah. guy. I was I was emotional. I need mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm trying to figure out ways to spin zone this for myself. You know I got Justin Fields. He's the greatest quarterback of all time. Matt Eberflus next. Bill Belichick. Whatever. Yeah. All that stuff. But it just I just don't like uh don't like that guy being in my division. I, no, I totally agree. I mean, it does suck for you, but what also really really sucks right now is the fact that the AFC by far has the toughest quarterback competition in the NFL. It's not even close. Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson is now on the Broncos and I'm just sitting here telling you might have hope. You have one person that's standing in your way. Okay. I have Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson. Ever heard of them? Yeah, Standing yeah, yeah. Standing in the way of the Steelers doing anything. The Steelers lost to – this is a Steelers team that I've seen lose to a Tim Tebow in the playoffs. So if we can't beat Tim Tebow, how are we going to beat any of these guys? Josh, you feel you, you feel bad right now. How do you think Derek Carr feels? Like this right now? sucks. Like, oh, like, Derek Carr is screwed. The, 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 the kids in Las Vegas are. Like, this is brutal. They're effed, dude. Like, like they're gonna get bullied so hard by that guy with wearing oh. mascara. My God, it is I mean, brutal. He is by far the best, worst quarterback in a division of all time. Oh, I know. 
It's, it's Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Justin no. Herbert, and Derek Carr. The, the AFC West is impossible right now. That's just the West alone, and you got you got other tough teams in the AFC. I mean, the NFC is going to be a cakewalk. Aaron Rodgers getting to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm ex- I've accepted the fate, whatever. But Russell Wilson to the Broncos has just, I, like Russell Wilson has been wanting a trade out of Seattle. I think him and Pete Carroll have been butting heads more than anything. Yeah. That's why he wanted the trade. But to go to the Broncos, and I think the Broncos have good pieces around them. I'm not sure that that's a much better situation than playing in Seattle. And the NFC West was already tough. The AFC West is is a gauntlet right now. No, but imagine how far he's gonna be able to throw that ball. Oh my gosh, that dude, that that moon ball from him is gonna look so good in the mountains. My God, we're gonna have to somehow the Broncos are gonna be playing every single primetime game ever now. Yeah. Oh, I I think uh, I think he'll look good in a Broncos uniform actually too. I think the orange will pop. I can definitely see it. I mean. So I don't know if like the the offensive line is better in Denver, but I don't know if the weapons are going to be that much better because you know they lost their tight end now in that trade. Noah Fant is gone, yeah. And I I don't think Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton is a better combo than DK and uh, Tyler Lockett by any means, right? No, probably not. But I do think that like a defense is better in Denver for sure. I think Denver's gonna have. Fun playing football, though. Yeah, and they finally have a quarterback. They haven't had one since Peyton Manning's second to last year. Yeah, I think they're gonna have fun playing football. Denver, I think they're they're on Super Bowl watch for me. Really? Maybe not this year, but they're eventually on Super Bowl watch for me. It's like I don't even know if because I I'd still I still put Russ ahead of Justin Herbert, but you could argue yeah he's still the third best quarterback in that division. Like the argument can be made. Oh, it's going to be brutal. I think, I mean, I think if Denver can get back to the defensive identity, then, yeah, the I mean, the offense will come. Ross is a good quarterback. We know that he's a good quarterback. I can't wait. How long till we get that first? I don't know who's going to get it. They're probably going to have to use, like, an illegal drone or something. But, like, the footage of him training in an altitude mask before he goes there, oh. that, like, it's going to be so illegal. For someone to obtain. How have we not already seen a video of him training in an altitude <laughs> mask? That's what I want to know. It is day of, night of, and the fact that he hasn't posted that video yet is concerning to his work, work ethic for me. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't think that he, he would never post something like that. No, no. But, he, he, there just there, happens to be cameras there. And if he's there were through. cameras that caught that, like, I mean, that would be crazy if cameras happened to catch something like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see that happening. I just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, They've never caught him doing anything. What kind of, I mean, what kind of culture fit do you think uh, he's going to be with Denver? Because he's a weirdo. Like Russell he's Wilson very, is, he's, to me, he's, he might be the weirdest quarterback in the NFL. He is extremely weird, but I think it's going to somehow work. Like Denver has not, they're just kind of a, they're a little bit of a weird franchise in general yeah i would have i would have loved uh drew lock not to get sent in that trade and <sighs> like just just send over teddy two gloves and, and so, I, I would love to see a quarterback room of drew lock and russell wilson together so my next like how does dk feel right now and <laughs> tyler lockett <laughs> dk is uh 
he, he's uh, I, I've heard some he's inquired about some apartments in Chicago. Uh, so <laughs> um, I, I think that's how he's those guys have to feel not great. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, we traded away away, Ross. But don't worry. We got Drew Locke coming Drew back, Locke. guys. And Drew Locke is going to get another chance to play football. That's the thing. Because the other guy there is Geno Smith. And I don't know why, but when Russ got injured this year, for like a half second, I was like, you know, Geno's not yeah. bad. No, I love that this happens all the time. Like, there's just quarterbacks like that where you're yeah, like. we saw him at West Virginia when he was in college. Yeah, he was awesome like, in college. He was, he was legit. Yeah. This could happen. And then, and then you see them play football and you're like. No, this cannot I mean, happen. We, we do the same thing with Drew Locke. Drew Locke put up insane yeah. numbers at Missouri. Oh, yeah. And then, and then he has one good drive with the Broncos, and you're like and, – and then he starts rapping on the sideline yeah. and throwing up gang signs. Like, Drew like, Locke's kind of nice, dude. Drew Locke? <laughs> but, what no. it says no to Drew Locke on their team? <laughs> God. I mean, oh, I, I'm excited to watch, to watch him in Seattle and the Legion of Doom. It's it's truly a oh how the mighty have fallen situation there in Seattle because yeah. I mean Pete Carroll's the only guy that was there that was there from the beginning now and he he's gonna be gone after this season he's old he'll have an excuse to retire and uh, you know I wouldn't be surprised if he takes the Coach K victory lap too because he he he's earned that with the team that he's about to be coaching this year my God it's gonna be bad if dude if he runs the football. I mean, they have they have if good he, backs. They have good runs, receivers. They just if, don't have a quarterback. If they, if they handed the ball off, though, yeah, does any of this happen? Uh I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> like, like I, can't I mean, I would compre- love, I would I love to see the step by step of how not running the football has led to this point for Seattle, but it's there. <laughs> I mean, it's logic. You can you can find if you it. If you Marshawn Lynch the ball at the one yard line, yeah, Ross is still on the Seahawks. Yeah, and you know they they're one Super Bowl away from being a dynasty. Then, it's, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's, I mean, that's that's a yikes right there. It's it, it it's gonna be who who are you gonna be more excited to watch next year, the Seahawks or? Or, or, or the Broncos, because do you think uh, it's going to transfer where like the Seahawks, they couldn't play in a normal game for the longest time, although this last season they were really kind of boring. Uh, do you think it's just transferring because Russ is transferred? Is it is it Russ's no, magic that does I think that? It's, I think it's Russ. Yeah. I really think it's Russ that's going to have weird games. We're going to have some fun Broncos games this year. It's going to. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to watch them. I'm I'm really excited to watch the AFC West next year. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. And like I said, games. <laughs> it's terrible. It's a terrible time yeah. to be a rebuilding team in the AFC. This yeah, is yeah, just yeah. going to suck. This is, I would like, I mean, this has got to be one of the best quarterback, like, classes across the board. I don't, it's not really a class, but like best quarterback groups the NFL seen. Yeah. Like all at once. Because you've got like some of the older guys still in their prime, at the end of their prime, and then you've got these young guys just lighting the world on fire. Yeah. In like Josh Allen and. Joe and you're gonna have Kenny but, Pickett in Pittsburgh in a little bit. Yeah. So 
I guess should we talk about that because Kenny Pickett's hands are, I guess, small. Ooh. Um, eight and a half. How do they measure? Is it diagonal? It's the it's it's a pink pinky to thumb, I believe. Pinky to thumb. Second, let's pinky to thumb. Um, I'm a half inch off of Kenny Pickett. So, so you're eight inches. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like people have said, eight and a half is already small, Josh. So I don't know why you're bragging about only being a half inch less of something that's small. Eight and a quarter. <laughs> eight and a quarter. I'm eight and a quarter. Yeah. There's no quarterback. <laughs> no quarterback. Um, under nine, currently playing in the NFL. Yeah. I Kenny. mean, is, is he, he wears gloves though, right? Yes, Kenny can. Kenny can do it. Okay, I don't understand why this is a whole big deal. It doesn't have to be, like, but if his draft stock drops, I mean, I'll take him. Yeah, no, of course. Although I, I hear Seattle's in the market for a quarterback now. So Yeah, they are. Yeah. It really sucks that everyone's in a quarterback market. But yeah. Kenny Pickett's draft stock is dropping hardcore. So mm-hmm. I don't really – I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. Did you – the combine happened. Um, maybe we should touch on that yeah. a little bit. We got two of the fastest 40 times in combine history. Ba- Baylor oh. is the fastest school of all time. Yeah, but has that's not been the confirmed. story. That is not the story. The Georgia lineman oh, that God. ran three – what? He's 340. He is ran he's a four. He's, he's not 340. He weighs one trillion pounds and yes. he ran a four seven. A four seven. That's yeah. <laughs> that's more impressive. Th- I'm sorry. That's more impressive than a four two. Oh no! Uh, uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. We've seen four. We've seen sub four twos done all the time. We've never seen a three. A, how a, an entire house, an entire building, yes. just fly like that. A three seven. That is insane. You can't <laughs> like like we we see the like you remember the um uh when Buddha Baker picked off Russ yes. and he's turning it and yes. DK just chasing him down. Yes. Now now switch that with like I don't know like the best running back in the league and then just getting chased down by this man who what what what's his name what's his name again? I can't remember. He's the Georgia guy though. The Georgia guy. The Tilt. That, now imagine that like. I, I don't know who, who's the best running back in the NFL. John, Jonathan Taylor getting chased down yeah. by an actual brick house. And uh, that it's going to be Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. Best tackle. I just Googled Georgia fast guy. Jordan, he, fast guy. Jordan Davis. He's the first one to pop up. I mean, his draft stock is, is 341 and a 4.78. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Look good Fastest while doing by it. any player over 300 since 2003. Oh, we had we had a fight. We had a fight after the <laughs> after the Horizon League championship. Oh, after the after the fans stormed the court. Congratulations to Wright State or Norfolk State or Northern Kentucky or whatever whoever won that game. I think it was Wright State. Yep. NCAA tournament. But yeah, I mean Jordan Davis. My goodness. Dude flies, but Baylor is also the fastest school of all time. I would like to. Yeah, I really did absolutely despise the fact that I saw that and I was like, wow, that guy's really fast. Then I realized he was from Baylor and I was like, God, I'm going to. I I didn't realize uh, Baylor had these barn burners, man. My goodness. Two of them were DBs. JT JT Woods, uh, 
Kalen Barnes, and then of course Taekwon. He's gonna get drafted at receiver, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a good year for uh, Baylor, the Baylor Bears in the NFL draft. But yeah, so we got the combine. I'm not. I don't know. I'm waiting for the quarterbacks to show up. Yeah, it just wasn't. It it wasn't anything great. Kenny Pickett, man. He Kenny Kenny watches back on in Pittsburgh. I guess. I guess final NFL note before we kind of move on put a bow on this episode but jimmy g where do we think his landing spot's gonna end up being man because now so, he's kind of the last quarterback he kind of got he's not think, a he's not a free agent is he, he he's still no, but under he's contract been, but it's said i think he's under contract but it said it was said that he's not gonna play there next year i think one of the parties said that they're done okay so so like now here's here's what's gonna happen, okay? It's gonna be Jimmy G and yep. a third for Kirk Cousins. Okay, who says no? I don't think anyone says no. Who says I'm, no? I'm just saying Kyle Shanahan loves him some Kirk Cousins from his time in Washington, Kirk. and he just he needs a quarterback. Who can just complete the simple throws. And Kirk Cousins can do that. That's really all he can do. But he can definitely do that. And, I mean, there's such a run-dominant offense that he's going to have time to throw. He's not going to miss the throws. He doesn't really do that. It's just when Kirk Cousins gets pressured, that's when he's bad. And I think uh, think he's a much better fit for San Francisco than Jimmy G is. And... uh, I, I mean, it's going to be tough for Minnesota to move on from that contract or, uh, somehow because you're paying Kirk Cousins a trillion dollars. That's always tough to move in, especially when you, a lot of people think he's a quarterback who absolutely cannot win you a Super Bowl. But Jimmy G's gotten San Francisco to a Super Bowl before, and I would definitely argue that he's worse than Kirk Cousins. And he nearly got them to a Super Bowl again this year. So if, you, if you're Kirk Cousins away – from winning the Super Bowl, like you make that move because Minnesota's yeah. not crazy about Kirk Cousins, and that they're they're starting brand new with a with a new GM, new head coach. Those guys have no connections to Kirk Cousins either, so I'm sure those guys would be excited to move on from him too. No, I totally agree with you. Um, and from one Kirk to another Kirk, Kirk Herb Street, baby. Herbie, did you hear the news? Yeah, he's going to be doing Thursday night football, right? Yep. I think the number of Thursday night football games I would just watch has gone up slightly. Oh. Uh, yeah. Really? Down for me cuz no. is it going to be is it going to be Herbie and Joe Buck? I don't know if it is. I might. See, people don't like Herb Street, which I understand. I I got no problem with him. I just I, I don't think either. Troy Aikman's better. Troy Aikman is better. But but Every time Herb Street's done the NFL, it's been enjoyable and you didn't really notice the commentary. It was but, just good. He sucks at college because of his Ohio State bias. So with me, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, he has the Ohio State bias, but him and Chris Fowler have really good reports. Oh, yeah, they do. He's not going to necessarily have that with Joe Buck. I think, I, I think they'll be fine. I mean, they'll figure it out, but it, there's probably going to be a learning curve. And that's what that's why it's. I think he's good when he calls NFL games because he has that connection with Fowler. And yeah. also, he's on ESPN, 
and we're comparing it to the Monday Night Crew, which hasn't been good since it was uh, since, it, since it was John Gruden and uh, and uh, who's the Italian guy, Mike Tirico. Yeah. Okay, so I was I was excited for this. You have talked me out of it. Thank you. Okay, sorry, um. sorry, sorry to reduce your excitement right there. My bad. <laughs> I I did think it was going to be a fun time, but I guess no. You are correct. It will be terrible. Yeah, um, I, I'm I'm here to be your brain, Josh. You 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 get excited. I'm here to just bring you down, okay? Anything yeah. else you're excited about that there's a reason that I can give you a reason not to be excited about? No, I would love to be excited about the Penguins, but they're god awful right now. Okay, you give yourself um, excuses for that. So I and you so, know it much better than me. Yeah. Hey, Flurry on the trade market though. Just saying. No, he got taken off. Oh. He said he doesn't want to move his family again. What? Well, to Pittsburgh, I'm sure he would be fine with. Well, he that. already has his house in. Uh, yeah, he'd move to Pittsburgh yeah. for sure. I love <laughs> Pittsburgh, but because I love Pittsburgh, because he loves Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's where the Penguins are at right now. They're down three to two to the Florida Panthers as we're recording this. I've been watching the game. It's terrible. Um, they were down two nothing, tied it up. It's just not. It's not really a great time to be alive as a Penguins fan even though they're probably still going to win the Stanley Cup. But Jason Zucker is about practicing. Mike Matheson's on his way back. So things are looking up in the the old 4-1-2. And Kellen, do you have any hockey notes or anything else? Because we have another sport note that I do want to mention. We had a little bit of mini-breaking news happen on, while well, we were I, talking. I just wanted to briefly mention MLB is still in talks yeah. to – Hopefully put on a season. Uh, they signed a deal with Apple Perfect. TV to play Friday games, which is just another way to not grow the game that uh, we didn't mention. Because it's going to be exclusively on Apple TV and local uh, broadcasters, stations like uh, like NBC Chicago. They won't be able to play the White Sox on Fridays yes. now. So it's but, but, but everyone gets Apple TV. Like there are so many. Apple re- gives out free trials of that like candy. Okay. So, I'm, I'm I'm currently on a free trial of Apple TV. Yeah. It will end in July, though. So so um Ken Rosenthal, according to Ken Rosenthal, the MLB is apparently getting close to a deal, and they might have one by tomorrow, and they could still play 162 games. Okay, we would love that. We, I mean, per that's, Ken Rosenthal, per Javi, Javi texted me during this. So per I mean, Hob, per Ken Rosenthal. I, I I trust Jeff Passan more than any other uh, MLB yeah. reporter. Ken Rosenthal is number two. It's not that close of a number two, but he is number two on my list for that. Yeah. So, per Ken Rosenthal. Okay. Fingers um, crossed. We we have a chance. So you're telling me there's a chance. Exactly. Any <sighs> other before we uh, move on to some segments here, Josh? No, I don't really think so. Um. You got any yeah, questions? No. I don't. I think okay. I have any questions. I I, uh, I have some. I'll answer. So my this first question for you is: I saw driving home today uh, this lady out on a bridge with her friend, and she was holding two balloons. One said three, one said zero. Assuming she's celebrating her thirtieth birthday, and she's taking pictures on a bridge to commemorate that. I thought that That's was really funny. pathetic and sad uh, because it's her and one other person only celebrating by herself. 
I hope to not celebrate my 30th birthday. I don't think it's significant at all. But Josh, uh, how do you plan on celebrating your birthday this year? I don't celebrate my birthday. Okay, I plan on doing it the exact same way as you. Then I'm plan. I was I was hoping I could go to a baseball game by myself and just enjoy that. Yeah, by myself. That's what I usually do. But we no, don't I don't like. Yet. I mean, if people are like, last year I got forced to go out to eat on my birthday. I don't really care. It's just another day. Like. I can't be one of those people that, like, takes work off and stuff and, like, on their birthdays. Like, I'm not coming in. I'm making this all about me. No, like. Yeah. Was your I birthday? August old. August 16th? Yeah. I got older. Big whoop, yeah. you know. Uh, my next question for you is uh, what are you doing to get Brittany Griner out of Russia? What am I going to do? What What are you currently doing to get her out of Russia? Just forgetting that she was even in Russia. Okay, that's nothing. Like, less than nothing, uh, actually. I'm you're, legitimately... You're, you're contributing less. Like, like, negative contributions I, no, have been made I'm by not you. Making, I am not making memes or jokes about Brittany Griner. Hashtag free Brittany. Yes. Hashtag I'll, free I'll, Brittany. I will say, I was, I was scrolling through Twitter. Didn't we already have a hashtag free Britney once? Yeah. Yeah, Britney didn't we free Spears. Britney Spears with that? Yeah, now we need a free Britney Griner. What is it exclusive <laughs> to one Britney? Well, this one's actually in prison in Russia, okay? Potentially for ten years. <laughs> I think she's low key toast. <laughs> so, I, I heard I the know. death penalty if, was being floated around though. If so I walk, if, if you a, take that into consideration, if I if I'm a woman and I walk into prison and I see Britney Griner, I'll tell you that's probably the one girl in the prison I'm not messing with. She's she's six eight. Yeah. Just so you know. For sure. Um, but okay. What was I gonna? Oh, did I was I, I was scrolling through like NBA Twitter and it's it was like this movement going around like free Britney Griner from Russia all this stuff. Yeah. And it was just like meanwhile in the U in the US I post Demarcus Cousins thirty one points nine rebounds because <laughs> Britney Griner said she could beat Demarcus Cousins one on one. And it's just like dude, that is like, let, the body's not even cold yet. My goodness, that is <laughs> hilarious. Down. I did also just think of this. Kind of unrelated, but we did miss some news. Um, Calvin Ridley got suspended. Oh, no, no. We did. Wait, wait, my player of the week. My player of the week, dude. Okay. Cut that. Yeah. yeah. Calvin, what do you think? We're just going to ignore that? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. But you want to you jump into our actual segments then? Do player of the week here? Yeah, Calvin, let's go with player of the week. Why don't okay. you give me yours after I give you mine? And mine's actually going to be Kelvin Ridley this week. <laughs> I have another player of the week. Okay, it's fine. Um, <laughs> no, actually. No, my I, I apologize. My player of the week is not Calvin Ridley. Mine is Ray Rice. Because Ray Rice. If, if you, I hope you mean Ray Vontae Rice from Illinois College Basketball. If you don't. If you don't remember Ray Rice, the Ray Rice, we think we have a fair record. Ravens, Ray Rice, you might remember, what's he famous for? Beating a woman in an elevator. How many games did this Ray Rice get suspended for? Two. Calvin Ridley spent a fraction of his paycheck betting on a game that he wasn't playing in, and he's getting suspended for an entire year. Okay. Make that one makes sense. So, Ray Rice, you're my player of the week because you only got two games for knocking another human out in an elevator. And Calvin Ridley got suspended an entire 
year. Yeah. For Blake we, Effect. We really need to stop comparing <laughs> every suspension to the worst suspension of all time, which was two games for knocking out your girlfriend. That was horrible. But, like, also, betting on sports as a player is, like, the most, like, obvious thing you're not supposed to do. Like, why are people surprised that he's been suspended a season? Like, I, I mean, it, it, I, I, don't get me wrong. I don't, I, I don't think the suspension should be that long and all that stuff. Like, I mean, people have, like, you just mentioned Ray Rice got two games for, be, for beating up his girlfriend. That's insane. Greg Hardy got, like, six games for beating up his wife. It's it's insane the level of suspensions they give out. But also, you're so clearly not supposed to do that. But I, I, I love what he tweeted out. Like, I bet $1,500. I don't have a gambling problem. It's like, just remind me of Michael Jordan. I don't have a gambling problem. I got a competition problem. Yeah. Dude's a baller. So, uh I'm I'm Team Calvin Ridley just just to make everything clear on this. He is my player of the week. Unlike Josh, who did just choose Ray Rice. Let's just well we're gonna make that known. You did just choose Ray Rice to be your player of the week. I'm sure I've done just as bad of stuff. I had child molesters as my fan base of the week <laughs> one time. So I think like two weeks ago. So you're okay, Josh. Yeah. Uh, my other player of the week though that I do have. Uh, comes from uh, Chad Chattanooga college uh-huh. basketball. David Jean Baptiste hit the first, you know, real buzzer beater that really just indicated me this is officially March. The madness has begun. Chattanooga wins at the buzzer to take their turn, uh, take their conference championship, get the bid to the NCAA tournament. March is back. It's among us. We're feeling great. I got St. Mary's, St. Mary's and Gonzaga on right in front of me as we're recording this podcast. And, uh, man, it's, it, it is truly the best time of year. Aaron Rodgers tried to ruin March for me. I'm not going to let that happen. It's good. It's a great time to be alive. All right. Perfect. What do we got next, y'all? Uh, let's go coach of the week. Coach of the week. Mine's Coach K. Of course. It had to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we explained at the beginning of the show what, what other explanation yeah. do we need. Coach K. Another honorable mention this week is Deion Sanders, who is yep. losing two of his toes and yeah. still run faster than me. With <laughs> you hear that? He's getting two toes amputated. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, so I was wondering why he was just riding around. I thought he was just look, trying to yeah. look like a pimp, like riding around in that scooter all There's over the place. There's going to be a video of that, too. Awesome. It's going to be gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, poor Prime. But... Yeah, I, I wish him a speedy recovery from whatever he has. I like him. He's, How do you think Rex Ryan feels about this? <laughs> Rex, Rex, Rex Ryan, it's gonna unlock a new level of fetish for him. It's, it's all. Do you think Rex, Rex like, Ryan is like ew? But he, I would pay money to see what it looks like. He he probably has like. <laughs> Shrine and he lights a candle every time a toe is sacrificed. He's, how much how much money do you think Rex Ryan has like offered Dion for those two toes? <laughs> So much money. I, I think his entire ESPN paycheck he's offered him. He's like, I'll just put your bank on and I'll wrap it right yeah. to it. You see, you see all these zeros here. That's all for you, buddy. Just give me, just give me one of the toes. Just let me touch one of the toes. That's what yeah. he's saying. So yeah, what a oh, man, wild. Uh, okay, fan base of the week, Josh. Oh, the Cameron Crazies are my fan base of the week. Okay. 
they yeah one last for, ride for coach uh, k yeah yeah gotta give it to him yeah i mean this is we should really i don't think we've honored coach k enough this episode i i mean we're gonna get canceled for for not honoring him enough that's that's bad on our part i know uh, my my, co- my my fan base of the week though is is women international women's day Thanks, Aaron Rodgers, for stealing the for, for stealing the spotlight. Yeah. From women, that's super. That's super not PC of you, dude. Okay. It's pretty on PC. I literally, there's a war going on. It's International Women's Day. Gas prices, and Aaron Rodgers decides to sign an extension. Whatever. It's ridiculous. Maybe he should have taken a pay cut to sign. Yeah. Women yeah. Stage. Okay. Whatever. I'm over mm-hmm. it. Uh, Josh. Bobby Wagner got released. By the way, I just. Shop per Schefter. Okay, there we go. That's a signature. Really, Seattle just nothing. They can't. Ross and Bobby came into the I Seattle mean, the same day, and they're leaving on the same day. Yikes! And the Penguins are so bad. It's four to two now. <laughs> God. <laughs> wow. I told you, going into this, they played four, three games. They're playing the Lightning. They're playing the Carolina Hurricanes, and they're playing the Florida Panthers. Yeah. Three of the best teams in the league. This was it. This was the season-defining road stretch. This not even, They're not even on the road. And then they're going back to Carolina. And they've dropped two in a row. They, they absolutely manhandle the Lightning, and they can't beat these other two teams. Oh, man, dude. I saw Tavo Teravine and just played his 500th game. That was crazy That's to see for so me. Old. Yeah, time flies. It was so old. But uh, lastly, let's let's wrap it up with Tweet of the Week here, Josh. You got a tweet for us? Yeah, mine's not really like I. It was just a picture I saw tweeted out of a billboards in Denver that say "Let's cook, Russ." Okay. Already, nice. so that didn't take long at all. Yeah, my mine was uh, the Seahawks tweeting out Wilson. I'm sorry, and like I, yeah. if I'm a Seahawks fan, that is the last thing I want to see as we have just traded away our franchise quarterback. I also think it's funny that like two days ago. Seattle tweeted something out about like getting back to work or something like that of Russell Wilson working out. Oh, he's so unbelievably fake. Like he, he wants them to be posting that. And he's saying the whole time, oh, man, I wish I could stay in Seattle. You're the one that wants to trade, dude. Yeah. He's so fake. He's already gone. Happy for him, though. Happy yeah. he's in Denver. Good luck, Broncos fans. Russ, We're happy for you. Let Russ go. Do you have anything else? No. Made it a clean hour show right there. Yeah. Pretty good. Stay unbiased this week, everybody. We'll see y'all next week. See you next time. Bye. See the Batman, because apparently we're supposed to watch that. That That's pretty good, man.